You're listening to the Boundless Authenticity Podcast, where we discuss everything related to the evolution of human consciousness. At the very least, people need to understand that the United States builds bunkers, which are basically cities underground every three months. Basically, when you dream, you tap into your subconscious. It is your nocturnal intuition, your creativity and imagination unchained from conscious reason, ego and logic. They're biologically alive, but they have no soul. They have AI consciousness. They can alter your conscious of the brain if they get in the brain. We live in a multidimensional reality. Whether it comes through esoteric information in the spiritual realms or the UFO people, experiencers, or mainstream through quantum physics and through mainstream science now realizing that parallel dimensions probably exist. We're all spiritual beings. We're all having these human experiences. We've heard that phrase over and over and over. But what does that really mean? questions of life we have these answers inside of our soul we're ultimately studying the nature of what it is to be human good and evil our psychology how we think and our health that's why i love bruce lee's great quote all knowledge is ultimately self-knowledge the boundless authenticity podcast on this episode i speak with aelin halverson author of the book tarot apothecary this was such a joyful conversation with aelin and I learned a bit about myself, and I hope that you will enjoy this conversation as well. You can find Aelin's book just about everywhere, including Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and your local bookstore. You can also find Aelin at Aelin Halverson Author on Facebook and Instagram at by underscore Aelin. So Aelin, how's it going? It's going good. It's been a busy year but you know everything's good awesome well it's good to meet you go ahead and tell everybody who you are and what you do yes um so my name is aylin halverson and i am a um, author which is new something new for me um tarot reader potion maker um, aromatherapist a bit of everything and i kind of mingle all those things together yeah. Okay. So tell us about the book that you just wrote. Yeah. My book is called The Tarot Apothecary, Shifting Personal Energies Using Tarot, Aromatherapy, and Simple Everyday Rituals. So it's, it's a book about combining the archetypes of the tarot, um, choosing an archetype to work with, and then calling in assistance through plant allies and ritual and um, sometimes another archetype. So maybe you're working with one or two tarot archetypes at a time. Um, there's also a lot of tarot numerology in the book. So I really base my whole life off of tarot numerology. And the book kind of steps you into who are you in the tarot, what gifts and challenges uh, does that bring into your life? And also, what year are you in in the tarot? And that tells you what energies are coming into your life at this time and how to best use those energies to work with them, to call in the gifts that they bring and to look at the challenges ahead of time that might be stepping into your life so that you can step forward on your path with more courage and confidence. Um, so it's it's really fun. It's really powerful, in my opinion. And I've been doing this working this approach, as I call it, for about 12 years now. 
and watching the energy of the years and how to work with those and call in what you need into your life. Um, and it's, it's just quite magical. So I discovered that the tarot numerology from a book by Mary Kay Greer, who I just adore and love. And, um, when I picked up that book and did my numerology and figured out who I was in the tarot, everything changed in my life. I finally understood me and I could finally move forward with more confidence. So yeah, it's really powerful juju as I call it. Well, that's a great thing. I'm curious about so much of the things that you said. Um, let's start with the healing power of aromatherapy, for example. Yeah. Well, aromatherapy really is very healing um, in many different ways. And I work with it uh, rather than clinically. I work with it more spiritually and emotionally. Um, so using aromatherapy to help with your emotions, uh, to bring in, and I work with the elements. Let's go back to that. So um, for me, the elements are really powerful. And you can find the elements in tarot and in aromatherapy. So working with a, an oil that is air element based can help bring in clarity. It can help um, you to, it stimulates you. It brings you energy. You think of peppermint and rosemary um, and eucalyptus. These are all air element oils that when you take a breath, they clear your sinuses, they clear your mind. Well, they also clear your spirit. So, they bring in clarity. They help you get things in order because it's a very air elements, very linear and let's get things done and in place. So they call in that energy. Um, water element oils such as rose, ylang ylang, um, rose geranium, all of those help with your emotions, calming and also um, can help you just work through emotional uh blockages and then you have earth element oils uh which would be the wood root bark oils um such as cedar wood oak wood um fir different oils that come from the wooden bark or the roots of a plant and vetiver is a good one for the roots that's that's a grass and it comes from the roots of a plant it's very deep and dark smelling um, it's luscious. I love that ever. And so those oils ground you just like they do for the plants. What are they doing for the plants? They're doing that for you too. So grounding you, rooting you, giving you strength to stand tall like they do for the trunk of a tree. Um, and so very grounding. And then you have fire element oils like ginger, cinnamon, um, Pettigrain. There's there's a lot of different fire element oils, and those bring in that courage and confidence, and that they bring in energy. Um, so it's an energy lifting up and and help you to step into your power more. I think of you know how scents bring back memories. I think of scents also creating new memories. So if you work with an essential oil with an intention behind it you're creating a new memory for that oil. So each time you pick it up, and I always recommend working with an oil three times per day, pick it up, just take, breathe it in. And each time you breathe that in, think of your intention. And eventually when you smell that oil, your intention's gonna come back into focus for you. And in that way, you're always reminding you of your goals and where you're going. 
So it's really powerful energy to work with. I love it. And it's, of course, they have clinical attributes too, but, and I, I am a clinical aromatherapist, but I, I don't work with people clinically. It's more emotional and spiritually based. Yeah. Right. And that makes sense to me too, because I feel like that would be where it would make the most impact. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're making me want to smell some stuff. <laughs> what about citronella? I love citronella. Citronella is great. Citronella is an air oil. Uh -huh. Um, and it has that, it has that uplifting energy also. Hmm. So, and of course it helps, uh, protect you from bugs and insects, but it, it's just, that's, it's just got a wonderful scent to it. Um, you can think of oils too, like where do they come from, from the plant? Where are they derived from? So, like I said, a root oil is grounding and centering, uh, wood oils protect because you think of how wood protects the tree from invaders, insects, uh, other animals. Um, and then you have oils that come from leaves and twigs. Those help you reach out for what you want in life, their growth. You have flowers, which are attractant. So if you want to call something into your life, work with a flower oil because it attracts its fertility. Um, if you want to protect yourself, then work with an oil that has a uh, Mars energy in it. And you can find this out too, which oils relate to which planets, um, because Mars is that war energy. Um, think of plants that have thorns on them and actually work with the rose and think of the thorns and use that as a protection. Um, you also have uh, fruition coming from the fruit of a plant. You can't have an outcome without fruition. So working with fruit plants help bring in that fruition. And a seed oil is potential. So working with a seed oil um, in, your, in your blend that you're creating or just smelling, it's that seed of potential. So what are you, what are you creating in your life? What do you want to call in? What is your potential? Um, so I, I like to look at oils that way. I actually have a magician blend I made um, quite a few years back when I was working with the magician card. And I started with a seed oil for, because he's the, he's the manifester. He's the one that manifests upon the earth. So a seed oil uh, for potential. I added leaves and twigs so he could reach out for whatever he wanted of course, a flower to attract what he wanted to call in, a fruit for fruition. Um, and also the magician has all four elements on his table. So I chose four oils that relate, each one that relates to a different element to add into that blend. And so it's a very magical blend. It's my favorite blend. Um, but it's fun to work that way with actually, it's, it's magical and thinking I'm using this oil because it carries the seed of potential. And I'm using this oil because it um, is going to bring in a tract. It's a flower oil. It's going to attract what I need in my life. So it actually gives you those energies of I'm going to call this into my life um, through making a blend. This is very interesting to me. To, <laughs> to be honest with you, I am very fascinated by the way that simple things like this can bypass the conscious mind and and get you into a, a better state 
or yes. just doing everything, you know, enjoying everything a little bit better. Yeah, you know? using all your senses is, is very powerful. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what I go into in the book is kind of using your senses. You have an oil for scent. Um, maybe you are burning candles for a ritual, so you have the energy of fire coming in. Um, I, I talk about blending teas in here, so taste. Um, writing, feel, uh, speaking, uh, doing mantra, um, which not only sends your message out for the, to the universe, it reinforces it to you every day, every time you say that mantra. So using all your senses in different ways. Um, and, and that really hones into what you're trying to create and allows it to be born. So, yeah, it's very exciting. It is very exciting. So tell me about tarot numerology. Tarot numerology is really cool, and it's really simple to do. Um, it's basically taking your birth date, your month, your day, and the year you were born, and adding that up, just like you would in a normal math problem. And then you get, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Yeah. And then you'll get a number like, I don't know, 1969 or something at the bottom. And you add that number together. And when you get to that, let me know what you get. All right. So I'm adding these numbers together. And it's my the year, the month, and the day. Yeah. So that's 42. That's what that adds up to. Okay. Then you want to add that together. Four plus two. And you're going to get a six. Right. So you are the lover's card. I am. On in the tarot. <laughs> which is really interesting because of, of what you're doing. Because the lover's card is, is not always about love. I mean, it can be. But it's more about working with relationships. And um, also helping. It's also about choice. The, the traditional name for the lover's card was the two paths. So it's really about making a choice, and often those choices affect your relationships. That choice affects your relationships in some way. Just to give an example, when I was writing this book, I had a 40-hour day week, and I got laid off um, from my job. And, that, and then I was trying to decide because of COVID. I'm like, you know, do I go back into the world field? Well, I'm in my 60s, and I have lung issues. So I was kind of like, I'm going to wait see what happens with this COVID thing. But that was a choice I had to make. And that choice, in fact, changed my relationships and that I lost all my work relationships. And I started creating more writing friends. So there was a shift in relationships there due to a choice that was made. So yeah, so you are very, a lot of people that I know, a lot of my friends are lovers people and they're all counselors. So they work with people Makes and sense. help with relationships. Yes. So it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. That's interesting how that really works. Yeah. So, and you can look at, you know, if you read like Mary Kay Greer's book or um, in my book, I go into that too. You can read about your energies and um, what gifts and challenges you have in this lifetime. And are you working with those gifts? So it's really powerful. The other aspect of numerology is your tarot year. What year are you in? 
which is adding together your birthday, your birth month with your birthday. And if you've had your birthday in the current year, it would be the current year. So what month is your birthday? It's August. Okay, so you haven't had your birthday in 2023 yet. So you would add together your birth month with your birthday and you would add together 2022 with that Okay. to so, see what year you're currently in. So that would be 27 plus eight plus 20, 22, and that's 41. Okay, so you are in a five year. I'm in a five year. Which is the hair font year. And the hair font energies, I, I have to tell you, every time I, I enter into a hair front year, I go back to school. Um, I always learn something new. Like last time I went to herbalism school for a year. Um, so it's the herb, uh, the hair font is about higher echelon. So higher education, higher spirituality. So you have the churches and you have uh, the colleges it's, he's also about tradition. He's very steeped in tradition. So sometimes when you're in a hair font year, maybe you become the teacher or maybe you go back to school or maybe you decide to join a community um, such as a spiritual community or something. The hair font is also very much about um, conformity. And think about that when you join a church or go back to college there's rules and regulations you need to fit into so he's very much about fitting in conforming to what's going on in your life he's yeah that'll be tough for me because i don't like conformity <laughs> yeah me neither i know i know but yeah just like stepping when i went to herbalism school you know i had their fall i had to be there certain days i had to follow their rules and um so that's what it's kind of about so he is that higher echelon in the world. That um, is exciting though. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So kind of once you know who you are in the tarot, what your gifts and challenges are and what year you're currently in, I like to map out my, my life five years in advance. So I look at the energies that are coming up and make a plan. And especially if I have something I want to do, like writing a book or, um, creating something i i will or you want to start a business anything like that it's like looking at well this year i can do this uh to give another example my um in the book i give an example of a friend who is really into arts and thinks she might want to create an oracle deck and we look at her numerology and we look at that she's in the hermit year well the hermit year is not about going out the hermit year the hermit is about listening to your internal voice going within um seeing what your soul has to say to you what what is going on within you it's also a nine card so it's about looking at what needs to be finished up in your life what needs to be completed because um you're going to be possibly moving into um the wheel of fortune the next year which is change so what do you need to complete so that you can help manifest the changes in the future. So working with that, so during her creating her Oracle deck, 
the hermit year is not a year to go out and try to get it published or anything. It's a year about sitting with the cards maybe internally and letting them speak to you and gathering your images and doing everything internally. I mean, you can work on it here on your desk and create it, but it's more of the creative aspect. The next year, if she moves into the Wheel of Fortune year, well, that's a time to go for it. That's a time of change. Manifest what you want in your life. Um, so it's looking at the energies that are coming in and how can I best work with those to create what I want in my life. That's fascinating. Tell me a little bit about the archetypes that you're working yeah, with. Yeah, so um, the archetypes I carry I cover in the book are the the four queens, because I'm heavy into the queens of the tarot, because I believe they embody the element they're a part of. So the queen of pentacles, she's earthy, she's grounding, she's fertility, she's growth, abundance. Um, so calling her in to ground you and center you or to call in abundance and growth um, could be your guide. The queen of uh, wands is that passion and desire, creativity, transformation and change. She's also got courage and leadership qualities and charisma. I work with her a lot to help me to be able to get out there and speak and do things um, because I do have straight stage fright and I don't have a lot of fire in my uh, astrological makeup. So calling her in to give me that courage and that strength and that charisma to get out there and do what I need to do. So you have the four queens in archetypes and you have the 22 major arcana cards of the tarot. And the major arcana cards are the big picture cards in the tarot, um, like the world, the tower, the death card, uh, the chariot. They're the big pictures, big things going on in your life. And so calling in an archetype to assist you, to give you an idea. Um, last year, I was in my strength year. Um, today's my birthday, so I'm moving out of the strength year today. Um, but I was in my strength year. And um, strength here can be a bit difficult. It, it, it happens, there seems to be a lot of change that's going on around you in the strength year, and you just really need to be grounded in self, trust yourself to make the right decisions, and just believe in, in, in yourself. And so during this year, I called in um, the emperor because I really wanted to keep creating my kingdom. And I wanted to have the courage and strength and, and the power of the strength card to help support that. But I needed the emperor who is the leader. Uh, he is the father archetype um, to keep me in line during this time. Like, all right, well, this is going on around, but you still need to do this, this, and this. Um, he doesn't allow you to stop. He's like your dad going, no, you said you're going to do this. We're going to do this. So calling in an archetype to assist that has nothing to do with your numerology. Um, I just choose a tarot card. I don't wait for a tarot card to come to me. I just say, oh, I need this energy. This is the one I'm working with. And so it's not about waiting for a card to show up in a tarot spread or anything. It's about choosing which energy you want to call into your life and support you to move forward. Then you bring in the essential oils that relate to those cards. And you bring in um, mantra. You, I talk about creating altars um, and simple everyday rituals to work with them. 
such as getting a water bottle and writing across what you want to drink into your life and drink that energy in. Simple little rituals that you can do because I'm not into the big ones. <laughs> I want something that I can do with my tea in the morning or that I can, you know, do with my um when I have, I want to burn incense. Well, why am I burning it? So just creating simple rituals behind an intention behind the little things you do in life. Right. Cooking. Right. That makes Pretty, it so much more manageable and practicable, practical, I think, you know? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I mean, I, I talk about creating your own teas in the book. I, I love to create teas and also cooking. I mean, um, I was Tell teaching me about a class that. once. <laughs> this I was teaching a class once, and the fabulous Ronna George was in my class. I couldn't believe she was in my class. She's like the queen of Lenormand in the world, which is French fortune telling. And she's sitting in my class, and I'm talking about you know cooking with intention. And she raises her hand, and I'm like, "Yeah, I wanna." And she's like, "You know, I do this." She goes, "I will put rose water in some of my things that I'm cooking." Um, to sweeten my boys up and to have them feel the love that I'm giving them or to ask them to be sweet to me, whatever energy I want to call in. You know, you can put in um, spices such as black pepper, uh, cayenne, things like that to spice up your life, to call in fire, that energy, um, or to call in love, yeah, the heat, you know, passion. Um during the winter, working with earth element grounding um, foods such as potatoes and turnips and making those deep, hearty stews, but doing it with intention in it, putting whatever intention you want in whatever you're cooking. Um, and and it's magic. You're, you're stirring your cauldron of magic on the stove and serving that to others with your intention behind it of love or success or passion, whatever you want to call in, but you're, you're cooking it up for them. And that is fantastic. I, I want to know about, um, so what, if I wanted to make a success meal, what would that be like? <laughs> success, well, success, I would think fire, because the sun card in the tarot is about success. Um, the sun card, you see a naked boy on the traditional Rider weight deck, you see a naked boy on a horse and it's because he has nothing left to hide. He can be himself and he has the energy of success all around him. So fire energy would be um, that. So making a chili, um, making um, a stew that has tomatoes and, and you can add in those spicy uh Spices, spicy spices, I guess I want to say. Um, also, think of a chai tea. You've got cinnamon, cardamom, sometimes nutmeg, all those spices in a tea right there um, that could call in success. You just need the intention of while you're creating it, I'm adding this spice to call in success. You know, and, and actually thinking it or saying out loud, cinnamon for success. You know, and and adding your spices with their intentions behind them, and you can have more than one intention in that concoction, and then drink it in with intention. Call that energy into your body, and ask the universe to bring it uh, on your exterior, so that yeah, 
it, they're little, I guess you could call them, I think of prayers and spells as the same thing. Um, it's your prayer. It's your, you're asking for what you want. And in order to receive, you need to ask for what you want. Because the guides, angels, ancestors aren't going to know, and they're not going to help unless you ask. So by creating a tea with intention and saying it out loud or saying to yourself what's going into that tea and why, you are asking. So it's, it's fun stuff, but it's really powerful. And it can really bring joy into your everyday life. And it can bring in... Um, I don't know. There's a stability about it, too. It, it makes you feel more stable, uh, more rooted. And and gar even gardening, thinking of gardening, um, bringing fruits or vegetables from your yard into your cooking and and growing your trees with intention. I mean, there's so you could do it with everything. OK, so I had an interruption. I should have sprinkled some cinnamon on it before we started. Let's go with <laughs> the part two. <laughs> so you were talking about the queens. Yes. And I love the queens um, uh, because they embody the element they're a part of. Um, so by stepping into a queen's energy, you embody their energy and they embody yours. It's kind of like a blending. And in the queen's chapter, I actually... Um, when I work with the queens, I will take, I, I create queen sprays. So I'll spray my spray and I'll sit a few minutes and let my imagination go where it wants to go. And I have a conversation with them. So the queen's chapter is actually four conversations, each with one queen and the advice they give you, um, depending on if you're asking them a question or just general advice. And they also... Um, in the chapter, I describe the queen, where they are, what, you know, what it all looks like. Is it in their home? What does their home look like? Um, what does it smell like? Uh, what do I see? And then their message to me. Um, so it's, it's quite a personal chapter in which I sat and spoke with the queens and had that, that time. Um, and I encourage everybody to do this with any of the archetypes, sit and let your imagination go, ask them a question and see what they say um, and listen to that. So I love the Queen's chapters. I also love the chapter on um, just describing the archetypes because I put a lot of my personal stories in there of how I worked with that archetype and what it brought into my life or, or what I discovered during that time. So there's a lot of personal stories in the book. Um, uh, my personal story is a little bit of my daughter's um, because she's she works with cards as I do, and she's uh, pays attention to the energies. So, um, yeah, just an experience with other clients, uh, how working with the cards have influenced their lives. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of personal stuff in there in both those chapters. So I enjoy awesome. both those chapters. Awesome. Aileen, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on my website is byalyn.com, and that's B-Y-A-I-L-Y-N-N.com. Um, on Facebook, I'm on Facebook under um, Aylin Halverson Author. Um, I also have a page called Magical Mentoring where me and my business partner come in and we interview lots of people 
other authors. And we also, uh, we talk about magic on that page. And then in on Instagram, you can find me at by um, underscore Aylin, A-I-L-Y-N-N. Um, you can find me there too. Yeah. And the book can be bought anywhere. Um, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, your local bookstore, um, anywhere you want to buy it, you can purchase it. So it's, it's been really fun having a book out there. And just to let you know, I also teach you how to blend essential oils in the book so you can create your own blends. So I go into detail with that. That's very awesome. Do you want to um, tell me a little bit about the blending before you go? Yeah, I go into um, three different ways of blend. Um, the basic blending uh, that I learned in aromatherapy school is blending by note. So you have a base note, middle note, top note. Um, and and having all those notes in there creates a full chord, in a sense. It brings everything together. The base note is your grounding. The middle note's the heart note. And it it blends the other two together. And the top note is the first scent you're going to smell when you open that. Um, that scent dissipates quickly, but the base note lasts a long time. So it brings the blend together. I also teach you to blend by element. So all these oils, you know, lavender, eucalyptus, peppermint, all those are air oils. You can blend air oils together to create a blend. And the other way I teach you is to blend by um, what I call morphology. And that is where the oil is derived from in the plant. So is it a seed oil, you know, and, and teaching you to blend that way. So there's three different ways to blend in the book. So you can start creating your own blends um, with essential oils. Yeah. That's fantastic. Tomorrow I am going to buy all of the essential oil at the store. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's really, they're really fun to work with. And I think of them as creating potions. Put your intention behind it. Create your potion. Wear it. Smell it. Spray it in your room. Um, whatever you want to do with it. Um, and I teach you how to blend by oil and water-based sprays. So you can create a spray or you can create something to put on your body. That's awesome. You know, I don't even use typical household cleaners and stuff, but I do put a little bit of like white lavender or something or rose oil in the mop water when I do things yeah. like that, you know, just to give it a vibe. It works. Yeah, it's 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 totally powerful. Um, cleaning with lemon oil is really good because lemon has that purification energy and cleansing energy to it. It's a water element oil. Um, so blending you know, cleaning your counters and stuff with lemon oil is, is really powerful. I put it into a spray with some water and some vinegar. Awesome. Awesome. Aileen, thanks for being on the Boundless Authenticity podcast. I had a blast. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to hearing more of, more of your podcasts. Awesome. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Boundless Authenticity Podcast, where we discuss everything related to the evolution of human consciousness. At the very least, people need to understand that the United States builds bunkers, which are basically cities underground every three months. Basically, when you dream, you tap into your subconscious. It is your nocturnal intuition, your creativity and imagination unchained from conscious reason, ego and logic. Technology alive, but they have
soul, they have AI consciousness, they can alter your consciousness of the brain to get in the brain. We live in a multidimensional reality, whether it comes through esoteric information in the spiritual realms or the UFO people experiencers or mainstream through quantum physics and through mainstream science now realizing that parallel dimensions probably exist. We're all spiritual beings, we're all having these human experiences, we've heard that phrase over and over and over, but what does that really mean?